Thanks for joining us this morning. It's great to be together. Hi, everybody. Um, it's a very unique format, very different sort of Sunday for us, but we want to take time each Sunday morning to share a word of encouragement and get to see you guys. In addition to these gatherings, we're gathering on Zoom and getting to have conversation together and spend prayer time together during the week. So um, uh, keep an eye on our website and on Facebook and the emails that we're sending out to be able to join us in those venues as well. This last week, uh, one of our daughters uh, drew a picture during some of her um, schooling and, and art time, and she drew a picture of a roller coaster. And it said, uh, she wrote on the side of the page, life is an emotional, emotional roller coaster, but you are with me from beginning to end, speaking of Jesus. And uh, isn't that true of what so many of us uh, are experiencing right now? I remember a couple of years ago, we took our kids to Silverwood for the first time and they went on their first big roller coaster. And um, I convinced them, uh, Alyssa, our older specifically, I convinced them um, it's more fun if you keep your hands up the whole time. And um, so we, we get on the roller coaster and it starts this, this long climb towards the first drop. And uh, they, you know, at, at first their hands are high and and then they start to get scared and their hands are halfway. And the moment we peak that, uh, that, that top point and the roller coaster begins to plummet towards earth, as you can imagine, hands went down to the bars and the screams begin. We have a picture of Alyssa's face. It is iconic. I'll post it in the comments when we're done here. <laughs> it's a great it's a great picture. Just sheer terror on her on her face. Yeah. So you know. Uh, so we, those of us who have been on roller coasters know that experience, mm -hmm. the ups and downs, the anticipation, and the fear that's associated mm -hmm. with these tumultuous times. And this week certainly has been an emotional roller coaster for many of us, um, myself included. We've had moments of of great joy, getting to connect with friends, uh, some of whom we've haven't seen in a long time via FaceTime or Zoom and, and being able to have those video chats. I've had moments of, of great beauty walking around um, in nature and seeing the snow that's still up there and seeing animals. We've had moments of laughter, playing games and hanging out as a family. But there's also been moments of sadness and grief as we hear stories of people who've been affected by the coronavirus as I've had conversations with my parents who, who live in Italy, they're doing well, but things are, are not going well there. Um, we've had moments of fear as uh, we realize the severity of some of the stuff that's happening right now. And it's that fear for me, at least, sometimes when that fear creeps in, you just feel it in your body, the tightness and the worry. Um, and that's when sometimes our mind goes in negative places and we start thinking about the what ifs and, and the worst case scenarios and and sometimes scrolling through the news over and over again um, can really bring us to those places of fear and difficulty. You know, fear has the ability uh, when it overwhelms our life to um, cause us to freeze to panic uh, or to severely alter our behavior or our thought processes. And we want to speak this morning to fear. Uh, we're going to lean into the words of Jesus for the next few weeks as uh, we hear what Jesus has to say about challenging times and challenging circumstances in our life 
or the world around us. And we want to lean into the words of Jesus that fear not overwhelm us, but instead that we are invited uh, to hear his uh, calm and comforting voice in difficult times. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 14 today, and we're just going to recount a story and, and hear the words of Jesus in this text. So as the story began, Jesus had just uh, gotten word that his cousin uh, had been had been executed by the Roman government. Uh, he's in a, a time of mourning and he goes out into the wilderness trying to find some alone space and some time in prayer, but crowds of people follow him. And that's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 in his grief and his desire to be alone. He's followed by thousands of people, but we see his compassion and his love for the people as he chooses to meet them where they're at and to meet their needs. And immediately after having fed the 5,000, he sends his disciples out in a boat seeking that alone time for himself. And so we start off in the story in Matthew chapter 14 in verse 23, after he sent his disciples off um, to the, in the boat to go to the other side of the lake. And he says, I'll meet you there later. He goes up to the mountainside by himself to pray. And this is just a beautiful, just one sentence um, in there that is so powerful. See, Jesus had this habit of often finding lonely places and praying just by himself, praying to God. And I think right now in a time where we're, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fear. I think we can learn a lot from Jesus's actions here that this is an opportunity to pray, especially when we are alone so much of the time now. We are isolating. It's really powerful to think about this time um, as an opportunity to pray. We have so much that we can be praying for. We have our family, our friends, our neighbors, our community, our country, our world, and to be praying for um, just the end of this coronavirus and to be praying for um, healing and peace in the lives of people that are struggling right now. I'm reminded this week as, as, as we in conversation and looking through social media that prayer and precautions are not mutually exclusive. It's so important to pray and to ask God to be with us and also to be a part of the solution that we're praying for and also to be taking all the precautions that we can be um, to be a part of that. It's important. Yeah. So while Jesus is on the shore praying, his disciples have rowed out into the lake and there's some distance from shore and a storm comes up. A uh, storm so significant that they cannot make progress back towards uh, the land. And, and, and in the storm, Jesus comes walking on the water out to his disciples. And it says that they're terrified. They're, they're afraid that this is a ghost or they don't know what's happening. And listen to the words of Jesus as he approaches the boat. He says, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. In this season where fear uh, has the potential to overwhelm, uh, just to take control of our lives, I want us to hear the words of Jesus, take courage, it's I, don't be afraid. As we witness him approaching us, as we witness him approaching the situation and our world, he says, take courage and don't be afraid. You know, Giovanna posted this last week a song for us um, and uh, a, a hymn that she sang for us. And uh, thank you for that, Giovanna. She's, it, it, the hymn says, 
Um, I can face tomorrow because Jesus lives, because he lives, and because, and because he holds the future in his hands. Oh, that's beautiful. So Jesus says, take courage, do not be afraid. And one of the disciples, his name was Peter. Um, and Peter was very bold, and he was a man who was quick to act. And so as Jesus says, don't be afraid, take courage, Peter's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to be courageous. And so he asked Jesus to let him come walk to him out on the water as Jesus is walking on the water towards the disciples. And so Jesus says, yes, Peter, come, come to me, walk on the water. And uh, Peter climbs out of the boat and he starts walking. And, and I'm amazed by his courage. I don't think in that moment I would have had the courage of Peter. I would have been one of the disciples watching from inside the boat. Um, but Peter had great courage in that moment. And then as he's walking towards Jesus, he sees the wind and the waves and he feels the storm about him and fear creeps in. And, um, and I can relate to that where that feeling that sometimes fear just creeps in. And as fear crept in, he began to sink. And so he cries out to Jesus and he says, Lord, save me. And I love the wording of the next line. The next line says, immediately Jesus reached out and caught him. Immediately. Because Jesus was right there with him in the storm. And, uh, and Jesus says to Peter, you of little faith, why did you doubt? I, I think of uh, a time a couple years ago when the girls and I were leaving the house to go run an errand or something. And so that we had walked out to the garage, we're starting to get in the car and one of them had forgotten something. So she ran back inside to get it. Well, while she was inside, uh, the other girl and I got in the car and I went ahead and started the car. Well, when um, my youngest, who was inside, heard the car start, she had this moment of panic and fear, like, oh, they're going to leave me. And so she runs out to the garage saying, wait for me, wait for me. And I remember in that moment, I just looked at her and I said, sweet girl, we would never leave you. We're right here with you. And I think that's the tone that Jesus is taking with Peter, saying, hey, I see your fear, but I'm right here. I'm not going to leave you in the storm. That's beautiful. So um, as the story concludes, Jesus and Peter climbed back into the boat and the wind died down. The storm ended and those that were with them in the boat, they begin to worship, worship Jesus saying, truly you are the son of God. And, um, you know, I don't want to make light in any way uh, that the, the tragedy and the challenge that we're facing as a nation and a world right now. But I do want to remind us that this storm will end. And I want to invite us to consider what does it look like uh, to walk with Jesus, to place our trust in Jesus? You know, many of us, uh, since we were children, believed in God and believed in Jesus. And um, yet it's a whole other step in our faith journey to begin to trust in him to learn to trust in him, even in challenging times, to, to, to see and to witness, to, to recognize his presence in the midst of the storm and recognize that he will walk with us through it uh, to its conclusion. Yeah, I think this story has some powerful implications for us today. Uh, one of the things that really stands out to me, like we've talked about, is just the invitation to pray. 
to pray. Right now we have a little more time than maybe we normally, at least some of us have. It's an invitation to pray, to pray for what's going on in our lives, to pray for our community, to just lift up um, those in need in prayer. And we believe that prayer is really powerful and uh, really important. I want to invite us as we pray to also take time to, to listen in prayer. Because I think God has um, things to say to us. He, God is speaking to us. So as we we go to Him in prayer with our requests, also to go with Him, go to Him in silence and, and in listening for what He is calling us to do during this time. You know, Jesus, as He approached the boat, He said to His disciples, uh, "Take courage. I'm here." Uh, this is a season in which uh, fear creeps in. But we are invited uh, to release that, to uh, allow Jesus to carry our burdens and our fears in the season, uh, knowing that he lives and he holds the future in his hands. Absolutely. And to remember that he is with us, that, that we, God is not a God who abandons us in the storm. He walks with us through the hard things. And so Jesus is right here with us all. And, and that is a comforting thought. Because even in, with the wind and the waves, whatever it is that we're experiencing right now, Jesus walks with us and he holds our hand. And that, that's a beautiful thought. You know, for the past four years, we've gathered together on Sunday mornings. And one of the things we do every Sunday morning is we sing together. And um, the songs that we sing have this beautiful uh, ability to draw us into a worshipful place with God. And yet in community, as we sing the words in unison, we're drawn together into the presence of God. And uh, I'm missing that right now. And we've been considering what does it look like to worship as a church together, even in this challenging season and when we don't get together in person on a Sunday morning. And so um, uh, Jamie's going to throw up a link here to a worship song for you guys that, that as we conclude here, maybe you can listen to it. It's a song by Bethel Music, and um, it's a song that we sing fairly regularly together as a church. And it says that we are no longer slaves to fear. Uh, some of the lyrics of the song say, uh, singing to God, um, you surround me uh, with a song of deliverance until all my fears are gone. So I'm no longer a slave mm -hmm. to fear. Um, and, and that's the invitation this morning to approach a God who loves us, to approach Jesus who holds his hand out saying, take courage. I am here with you in this storm. I love that. Let's pray together as we conclude. Dear God, we just thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you for being right here with us. Lord, we thank you for the words um, of this story that remind us that no matter what we're going through right now, you are present and you are wanting to help us and to, to be with us during this time. And so, God, right now we come to you and we thank you and we praise you. And we also just lift up our communities to you, Lord, for the people who are sick, Lord, for the workers in the hospitals, Lord, for, for all the people that are greatly affected uh, by our current situation, Lord, we just pray for your intervention. We pray for healing. We pray for peace. And God, we pray for protection. And God, 
whatever comes, we want to rest in you and we want to trust in you. And so, God, I just pray that you would open our eyes this week to see you and to hold on to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, friends, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Remember that we'll have other modes of engagement through Zoom and different meetings in that respect in the weeks to come. So keep an eye on your email, on uh, our Facebook page and our website. Uh, Know that we are here with you and for you. uh, So feel free to reach out uh, with concerns, needs, and we'll continue to pray together. Weather this storm knowing that Jesus is with us. Friends, blessings. Have a great week.